millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's going on, everyone? We're back here for NRL Fantasy Analysis. We're going to be going through the first three games of the round, starting off with the Eels and the Raiders and some really nice scores here and a pretty good game, actually. It was... Yeah, you know, spoke about in the preview that, that the Raiders were you know playing really well at the moment. They were a chance of maybe topping the Eels off, but I still thought that the Eels would win and you know, may have been able to win at the end. <laughs> you know, obviously a bit of controversy on that one, but a really good game of footy. Obviously, nil all for you know, the majority of the game there before um, you know Corey Harawir and Naira opened up the scoring there in the second half. So you know, when it's these types of games, a bit more low scoring. Obviously, the game the balls in play a lot, the six against and stuff. There's going to be a lot of tackles, a lot of runs, and you can see that in in you know most of the the top players here, and going to be less of the outside backs that are sort of scoring as well, just with the the limited tackles. But you see Jordan Rapana up top where there was 102. So I know there are a few people out there that do have him being that center wing fullback dual position uh, at a pretty solid price there. And he's actually averaging now 46.7 for the year. And, and he was a really solid option earlier on uh, before he got injured and, and you know, didn't get to play for a few games. Everyone decided to trade him out then. And I think a few people have brought him back since. So 102 for him just was in absolutely everything. Even got the try saver at the end uh, with his knee. I can't believe his knee didn't snap. I swear I was like ACL for sure. <laughs> in the post game, he's like, yeah, I felt like my knee snapped. I don't know how... Yeah, people can just run, just a normal run down the field and slight change of direction to, and do their ACL, but that can happen to your knee and, and nothing happens. So hopefully he's all right, but that was it. Um, you know, Joe, Joe Tarpany was 71, he's 56 minutes. So when he gets big minutes, you know, you know the type of work ethic he has, and he didn't even get too many attacking stats. It was mainly through the base in the middle there. So well done to him. And then Corey, so back-to-back really strong games and now averaging 58. So he was someone that a couple of weeks ago, people were thinking about trading him out possibly. He just wasn't hitting the heights that he had in that one or two games earlier in the year. And then, and then the last two, he's got you know, over 100, 106, and then, and then 71 in these two games. Been absolutely incredible. He actually started this game really slowly too, and then picked it up, you know, ran the ball a lot more, got his tackle breaks and offloads, um, and tackled well, to, and then finished with, obviously with a try in the second half. So he was awesome. And then he got Isaiah Papali'i with 66 as well, yeah, coming out with a, with a really strong game. 
uh, following his, his his lighter game last week. But he obviously did get to play 80 minutes along with Ryan Madison, which was really strong and, and helpful for those guys. Obviously, the middle forwards and the edge forwards there are going to be getting a lot of uh, a lot of work with the running and the tackling. So again, not too many on the, no not too many attacking stats for him, but a really good base in 36 tackles and 210 meters. So Papali is a, a definitely a must have you know going into the rest of the season. Hudson Young has another good game in a row, averaging 53.3 for the year. And just the annoying part of him was just being in the other side, being the starter on the right for for a good portion of the year, getting getting moved back to the bench, getting moved around. Now he's back in the starting side again for Whitehead, so there'll be a few more weeks for him in that position, so I wouldn't be picking up Hudson at this stage. Madison and Marnie, both really, really strong games. Marnie not playing the full 80, but not needing it. You know, 160 kick meters, 55 tackles. It was all he needed to get 60, and, and at 6.43 there, sorry, 6.85 there, a little bit underpriced based on his average of 63. Uh, so he's someone I think most people will need. And just sort of that hooker saviour that we've all been looking for. Obviously, we've got Ben Hunt to play you know, in the next day or two. But you know, Marnie's one of those guys that I think most people will really need in that hooking position. When you've got guys like Cook, um, you know, Grant's not around, you know, all these you know, Smiths kind of dominating, which we'll talk about in a second. But there's not too many hookers that are going around smashing it. So that's good for anyone that owns him or wants to own him. Madison, two really good games in a row now. Actually, three, I think. Three really strong games. Averaging uh, averaging 52.8 now after a bit of a slow start and a, few, you know, a slow little middle. He's really kicked on and, and really helping my team now that I've decided to hold him, which was which was good. 80 minutes this week. Not getting that every week, but it was nice to see that in this one. Obviously, that a few uh, few players come on and off with um, HIAs and things like that. So uh, helped Madison, I suppose, get the 80 minutes in this game. Um yeah, not too much else to say. Just you know, mainly in base, he's going to be. Yeah, you know, this is kind of the scores that we expected from him. He averaged over sixty last year, so just keep an eye on that. And if he continues to do that, you get him at a, at a bit of a discount for sure as one of the best edges in the game. Uh, Junior Paulo, nice game. Hodgson fifty one. So you'll take that if you own him. Matt Frawley comes in and gets fifty one. Well done to him. Basically in base only. Nathan Brown's been flying under the radar a little bit, as a few people have told me. Uh, but picks up 48. So a solid score, but back to sort of where he was at at the start of the season. That five missed tackles is not going to help him, though. Dylan Brown didn't take over too much in the absence of Mitch Moses. Arthur's actually a pretty solid player, I, I think. So you know, when you look at his uh, kicking in general play, he's a 250, um, you know, runs the ball as well. So they're, they're splitting the time between the two players. You know, Brown is more of a running half, for sure. So makes sense that they bring in someone that's a little bit more of an organiser. They can split the kicking with, with Dylan. So 45 there was a nice try. That was a really good one from Fergo uh, and Dylan Brown there. Gutho with 43. Okay game. Didn't have to do too much. Obviously got the try assist there. It was a bit slow through the start of the game. Obviously the outside backs aren't going to be doing as much in this one when it's more that grindy back and forth you know, through the middle game. So Gutho, an okay game. You'll take that you know, in amongst the, you know, the 80s and stuff that you got from him last week. Uh, Starling, okay, off the bench. Sebastian Chris, if you're still holding him, that's a really nice, solid one, but I think you'd be having him just as cover only. Sutton's just not um, just not going to get the minutes that we need him to do, and averaging 46. So again, another lesson for someone at the start of the year that really came on the scene and smashed it, and then fell by the wayside a little bit, got injured, come back, and just hasn't been himself since. So that's that there. Arthur, yeah, solid one. If you picked him up you know, earlier on the year, you get another chance for him to play for another few weeks and make, and gain some money. But at 325, 350, whatever he's going to be after this week, I don't think you can use him as a cash out. Um, just, just not. You're not going to be earning enough money from from that trade out, unfortunately. But if you ever need to, he he's there as like a you know, your 18th man kind of player if you need it. Uh, that's about all in this game. I think apart from Josh Papali'i who who went down, 
Um, yeah, went off early after seven minutes with 17 points in that time. So he was good. Um, we'll have to see what happens with him following this, but he's already lost a lot of money. I don't think too many people have him at this stage. So that's that with that first game, guys. Um, yeah, in terms of try scorers, I, I said Gutho would score again. Didn't happen. Um, Rapana, yeah, I, I didn't really pick too many try scorers in this one, I don't think. So that was that. But we move on to the Roosters and the Knights, and <clears throat> I feel like I picked this one pretty well. Uh, I also said that Teddy would probably score, and that didn't happen, so that, that might have killed people. But yeah, very standard with the 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 uh, the back rowers for for the for the Roosters scoring tries there, Tupanoa and Crichton. Teddy should have scored one at the end if um, you know, Bradley wasn't in cover. But yeah, just pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. With no Pierce, they're just not the same team. The Knights they started really well. They look like they're a good chance of winning, and and just it just didn't happen. Someone I think is, you know, obviously the Saifidi brothers really, really carrying this side. But Connor Watson, I think, is such a good good man through the middle. He's so fast. Um, obviously smart. He's, you know, he's, he's a half hooker, um, you know, in, in playing in a forwards in a forward position or a forwards body now. Um, just electric. He, he helped put on that first try um, and just, you know, tackles hard, plays hard, does everything right. And, you know, 69 points again is amazing. If you've held on to him like, like our teams have, I know a lot of people are still holding on to him. I, I you know, mentioned him as someone that you should keep in your side as like a, as your sort of 17th, 18th man that can cover the hooking position that's been pretty poor. He's been awesome the last few weeks, you know, 69, 48 last week and then at 80-odd uh, the week before. 48 tackles for no misses for someone of his stature is, is awesome. So well done to anyone holding him. Crichton had a really slow start but picked up well and got a, a couple of line breaks and a try to finish off. But 226 metres, if he's going to be doing that, You'll be expecting some form of tries or, or tackle breaks or offloads for him there. Someone who's really flown under the radar for most people is Victor Radley, and he's been awesome. Playing big minutes, obviously 80 minutes for someone in the middle in this type of game where he's the link man in a lot of assisting, uh, you know, line break assists, that kind of stuff there. Um, but also someone who's going to tackle hard and do really well for your squad. Then, then, then Victor's your man. And if you need someone at that, he's going to be about 550 after this week, after this couple of good ones in a row. But he's someone that you can get at a cheap price that should play the rest of the year and, and will be pretty fresh because he's had a fair few games off. You know, you think of the Roosters team and how many players they have that are that are really struggling at the moment or, you know, have, have gone through some injuries. They're, they've played all year in, in, in this and had to really carry the side. Victor's missed a lot of games. So this is kind of his time to shine and, and help them get, you know, stick in that top, top sort of top six there and, and propel them to maybe a win or two in the in the finals. But... Yeah, so Victor's Victor's a man. If you need someone at a cheaper price, um, maybe that helps you get Cleary. You know, you can play him as like your seventeenth man and and get Cleary back. If you hold on to Braley, did well. Fifty eight was just on the back of fifty eight tackles and a little bit of running there. Uh, not too much to say on him. Frizzell, definitely back to a good option. Just didn't have to do too much and still got fifty six. So I'd be looking at him as a really solid one. Verrells with a nice little price rise we'll get from him after he's forty five. So we'll see him up around three thirty, three forty after this week. Um, just 44 tackles yeah, in this type of game is, is going to be perfect for him. Uh, anyone else? Ponga, sort of 41 in a in a beaten side. So I think, yeah, he, he can do it. He can still average 50-odd, I think. But they need Pierce back. When Pierce comes back, I can see him averaging over 60. When he's not there, I can see somewhere in the 50s. So he's still a solid player, but I think he's going to drop over the next few weeks and you can get him and he can dominate, you know, sort of maybe the back three to four rounds um, when there's an injury in the fullbacks or, or whatever, whenever you decide to pick him up. So... I think you can get him somewhere in the low 600s will be perfect for anyone's side. Sam Walker, just that up and down again, you know, back to that sort of normal scoring and amongst those really, really high ones. So he's definitely a trade out. Um, Kurt Mann, the centers, 
Billy Smith, so a few people would have brought him in, unfortunately, as, as sort of like some centre cover, and now he's out. It looks like he'll be out for a year, the year he was in a moon boot last night after you know in the midst of that game, so unfortunate for him, but... Yeah, that's that's about all to say. Ikevali went off as well, so they they still had so many injuries again, and and they um and they still able to win so well. So, congrats to the Roosters in this one, and I think I was pretty close. I said thirty thirty to twelve in this one, so I'll take that for sure. Did not pick this one. My Cowboys, they almost got there. They actually played really well. I was actually really proud of them. Um, to uh, there's just that one play right at the end. I think they're up twelve ten and put a little grubber. No, were they down? They might have been down at this point right at the end, and um. Put that Drinkwell put that little grubber through on the fourth tackle, or didn't put it through. Literally kicked it straight into Jerome Hughes' hands, who ran about sixty meters. Obviously, uh, got plenty of run meters for Hughesy and anyone who was excited to for, to see that. But um, for the Cowboys, I think that was the turning point, and that sort of stopped them winning. Yeah, there's only so many times you can give Storm possession um, and expect them not to score, and they obviously did on the back of that. Uh, but really good game of footy. I th- I'm really happy with the the few games that have been played this week. It was actually you know fairly competitive in all of them, and and maybe that's to do with Origin being done and and teams back to full health. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, really good game. Um, topped by Jerome Hughes again, and and Brandon Smith, both amazing players. Like just getting better and better every week. I think you know Smithy's got to be uh, you know, with Tommy Trebojevic, um and Hughes. I think it's probably those three, uh, the three form players of the comp by far. Absolutely incredible. Um, Hughes just doing it all. 32 tackles for one miss is amazing. Didn't even really need any attacking stats apart from one line break to get his 76. So he's almost a must-have in any one side. Him, DCE, you'd want to mix. Like, they're just so... They're clearly better than all the other guys in their positions. Like, I think we've kind of got most of the top guys in, in the mids, the the edge, uh, the wing fullback position. But half somewhere, somewhere, I think, where if you can pick up the, a couple of these guys, two to three of these guys whether that's Cleary or, or you've at least got Hughes and DCE, I think it's going to be really helpful for you going forward and, and being able to you know, absolutely smash um, the weeks to come and, and finish with a really nice rank or, or win your head-to-heads or whatever you need to do. <clears throat> so that's Hughes there. Smithy with 58 in his 68 minutes and cute little moment there. And it was good to see but my Ryan Pappenhausen, my favourite player. Uh, just thought I'd put that out there. Um, for Smithy to give him a, a nice little hug and say welcome back because it's been a, a very tough month for a uh, tough month, tough, tough couple of months, you know, to 10 weeks there for for Pap, um, obviously being in and out in the first place and then having some, you know, a lot of concussion issues. So it's good to see him back, but, you know, Smithy coming off for just a little bit of a rest. Um, but other than that, 58 points in that time, five missed tackles, but just amazing at the start of the game, just like ducking and weaving, just just getting a bunch of tackle breaks and, and breaking the line there. 161 metres for your, for your nine. Just a new way, a new way of doing it, and it was something that that Damien Cook was really good at the last few years, and and they've gone away from that game plan, game plan a little bit, but I still think that you know the way that the Rabbitohs are doing things compared to the way the Storm doing things are still both super effective. Obviously, Cook's just getting getting early ball out to his you know his halves and and really using the edges, whereas the Storm guys you know, really like to bury through you know bury their way through the middle tie them out and then really, you know, shift it out wide to the speedmen. Um, and obviously the talented guys in, in Hughes and Munster to, to get to their outside guys. So different way of doing it, different you know, game plan, but just as effective for sure. Um, Welch with a nice score, but most people don't have him anymore. Drink quarter was okay, 49. Had a solid game. I do really like him. I, I went from last year thinking he was, you know, just an okay play. He did kind of burn my fantasy team a little bit, which might have put some bias into it, but I only thought he was okay last year, and I'd say he's probably you know close to our best player this year. Murray Talangi's been great as well, but 
I suppose we don't have too many shining lights in this Cowboy side this year. Justin Olin, if you're still holding him as sort of you know centre cover, he had a nice game with 47. Spoke about Talangi there. He's been solid after a, a quiet one last week. Um, Tommy Gilbert's in there doing you know, bits and pieces. Nico Hines there with 42. Actually, we should mention Kane Bradley, um, who was denied an absolute shocking call. I know it's by the letter of the law, but yeah, with that one, um, it affected no one. It was a, it was a great play. Um, but then you know, the Storm one two seconds later, if you look at the the defenders, when who was it run through? Nelson? No, Welch. Well, when Welch ran through, you could see the eyes of the defenders, the two that, that when he ran past the two of them, the eyes of both defenders were literally looking at the player who had the ball, Hughes or whoever it was that had the ball in their hands. They had no eyes for Welch. He runs straight through the gap. Um, so, yeah, there's two. They And they had to call that one back because of oh, Smithy, who had the ball. Um, they had to call that one back because they called the Cowboys one back, but both of them should be tries. Like, if we're... If we're talking about enjoyment of the game and and you know putting on really good plays, they were both really awesome um, rugby league tries, and and to take them away, I think, is a bit silly. Um, yes, maybe you know to the letter of the law, it's a, it's half a second, but it, there was no impeachment on the defence. That's kind of the, I suppose, the worry. Like, yes, I understand if you're running into the player and obstructing him that way, then that's completely fair. But yeah, these ones, was, yeah, a bit annoying. But yeah, my point is to to, to deny Bradley his his uh, his debut try. Um, off that was was annoying, but he did happen to get a try later in the game. Anywho, Nico Hines, 42. Did really, really didn't do too much. 80 metres run, I suppose, was the, the story. You know, usually he's 150 to 200, and he did get moved to the nine position at times. So, um, yeah, I suppose that, that hurt him a little bit, but just, just a bit of a nothing game. For him to still get 42, you take that for sure. Um, but it just wasn't their normal dominating uh, game, and, and he didn't get much space, to be fair. Uh, so 42. How are they going to play him over the next few weeks? Yeah, he did move into the nine position for a little bit, so obviously a couple extra tackles. You see him there with 19 tackles there, um, which is great, obviously, for points, and that's how he sort of bumped up his scoring. But going forward, it might be almost time to move him on. Let's have a look. You'll have to have a look at their schedule over the next few weeks, but it might be a nice time to upgrade him. Um, if Pap's going to be coming back in a, in a full-time capacity, we'll have to see what they, how they name their teams next week. But that's that there. I really like Lukey for the for the Cowboys as well. I think he's going to be a really solid player, uh, getting bigger minutes as we go along through the next few years. I, I imagine he might, fin- depending, how, depending how he goes, if he plays a few more games like this, he'll probably end up at like a 400K player next year. But I think he's someone you know, definitely for the future for the Cowboys, just a big, strong, athletic body. Um, so keep an eye out on him. Let's move on to the most probably most important one in this game is, is Jason Tamalolo. Still got big minutes. Really happy with that. Just, I know, an attack last night, he just he looked okay. Just still 147 metres, but just one tackle break, only 24 tackles. Just wasn't really his night. He's had three really good games before this, so we can put that down to it, you know, just having a quiet one. We've seen that with Angus Cry, and we've seen it with Papali'i. We've seen it with all these guys where they've had that quiet one in between a bunch of really good weeks. So... Not too much more I want to say on that for Lolo, but if you've picked him up over you know this week or the last few weeks, then um, yeah, three weeks ago you're, you're still okay with this decision. If you've picked him up this week, you're a little bit annoyed, but just be aware that this happens to all the great players. They always always have you know a, a, a lighter game there, but the last three weeks he's been averaging in the 60s, so just just be aware of that. Um, and Lolo's done this a few times this year, so that's that. Uh, Remus Smith there with the try, didn't just a lower game this week, just didn't. Just really didn't do too much. Drinkwater had a lot of the a lot of the ball in his hand. I think that's fair. I think you know, Drinkwater's a better player at the moment. Um, didn't have a chance to get there, but at this stage, he's he's not there yet. So completely fair that 
some games he's gonna he's gonna do a fair bit. Like he's he's priced at five nineteen, which means he's scoring and averaging really well. He was averaging forty before this, so um, been a really solid player so far. But just not not that level yet to to sort of take over the game for the Cowboys. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, Penne, how good's Penne for the uh, Aaron Penne for the um, for the Storm? He's been awesome, and yeah, it's good to see Pap come back. I suppose was the the biggest takeaway from this game. Um, looked okay to get Ragdoll Ragdoll around a little bit. Um, I think and got got head high at his first tackle uh, for you know first sorry first run. Um, but yeah, just nice to see him back. I'm sure he would have had a few a few butterflies, a few um, you know a little bit of head noise possibly coming into this one. But yeah, it'd be good to blow those cobwebs off, and he might play you know 50 to 60 minutes next week. But we'll work out um, what's happening based on the team list you know over the next few weeks. But there you go, guys. Let's see uh, the first three games of the week. We'll jump in tomorrow and go through, obviously, the Sunday games as well. Um, you know, the Saturday games, sorry, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll work it out from there. But please, if you are enjoying this, best way to support me is hit like, hit subscribe. Very much appreciated. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one, team. Have a good Saturday. Catch you later. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.